So several opposition parties are going to court to try stop the Independent Electoral Commission's decision to reopen the candidate registration process ahead of the local government elections. The move follows a constitutional court judgment for the municipal elections to go ahead between the 27th of October and the 1st of November. Voter registration will take place on the 18th and the 19th of September. So we are joined on the line by the Commission's Deputy Chief Electoral Officer, Maseho Shiburi. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Shiburi. Benvito. How are you, Mr. Shiburi? Ah, uh, Pedro. Kezo, Kezo, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adrian. I believe we're chatting for the very first time. No, we've never. On air, yes. On air, okay. So we've bumped into each other at some parties. Yes. <laughs> we've bumped into each other somewhere. Out and about. Somewhere, in some parties, somewhere. Oh, it's Mountown. Yo, 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 yo. On Lucas Mangupe Highway. It was not even a highway. Community. It's just a street. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're delighted to have you on the show uh, this afternoon, and thank you so much uh, for joining us. Thanks, Glenn. So, so uh, Maseko, how did the IEC arrive at the decision to reopen the candidate list process? It's a simple decision, really, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, you will recall that when the Constitutional Court on Friday mm. handed out its order, uh, that order still does not have reasons. But because the court order the court order is clear that elections must happen before the 1st of November mm. and that the Commission must consider holding a registration event ahead of the new proclamation, mm. the Commission decided that it will hold a general registration weekend on the 18th and the 19th. And the net effect of that is that the voters' role that was closed on the third when the minister proclaimed is now reopened because the court said that proclamation was unconstitutional, mm. invalid, and set aside. Mm. So the net effect of all this is that once a person is registered on the voters' role, they have a number of rights. The first one is the right to vote. Yeah. The second one is the right to nominate a candidate and the third is the right to stand for public office and, if elected, to hold office. The court further said, after the minister issues a new proclamation, the Electoral Commission must, and it used the word must, a term, must amend the timetable where reasonably necessary. We think that amending the timetable to allow for candidate nomination is reasonable and it, it's necessary because people who may have not qualified to be candidates when the voters' role was first closed, now qualify to be candidates if they register. And to pull them out, we think we're risking a risk, we risk a legal challenge that we are impacting on voters in an uneven manner. Ah, so that explains why some political parties are challenging this decision. And will this affect the planned reopening of the candidate list process? On our part, the Commission has made a decision. We have consulted with the parties yesterday. Yes. And where we do not see, uh, where we, we could not find each other, yeah. uh, each party will reserve its right. And in terms of our scheme on electoral law, there's opportunity for parties to approach the Electoral Commission, uh, the Electoral Court, pardon me, to review the decision of the Electoral Commission. We welcome uh, the certainty that will arise 
out of a court pronouncement. But on our part, we do not think that we are reckless. We do not think that we are partisan. We just affording every citizen their full suite of right is guaranteed in Section 19 of the Constitution. Will this challenge have a negative bearing on the credibility of the elections? Uh, indeed, every challenge uh, to the actual electoral process has a deleterious impact of creating negative perceptions among the mind, in the minds of the voting public. We hope that if the court confirms that our decision was rational and in terms of the court order, that will instead enhance uh, the reputation and good standing of the Electoral Commission. And uh, last question, finally, how will the IEC ensure free and fair elections, considering that we are in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, indeed, we have gone to the, to the Constitutional Court uh, to ask for a deferral to, September, to February next year because we were of the view that if elections are held October, we cannot guarantee that they will be free and fair. We will implement the measures that we had implemented during by-elections of providing PPE to our staff, maintaining social distance at voting stations, and making better use of uh, special voting days to decongest uh, traffic at voting stations on election date. We hope that with the participation and cooperation of political parties, we can yet pull a constitutionally compliant election that is also safe for the voting public. Excellent, excellent, uh, Mr. Siburi. Great chatting to you. Hopefully we'll bump into each other, not in Mafikeng, maybe in, 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 in Limpopo. In Limpopo, yes, we'll, we'll bump into each other, definitely. All right, have a lovely afternoon. Thank you, sir. Excellent, there you go, guys. So keep the security before I go to Mavtown. Mujaivo. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Listen, go Mavtown. It was no jaivo. Like, guys, we used to party hard. You know when you party hard, you don't even worry about crime. There was no crime. Mm-hmm. There was zero crime in Mavtown. And most of us were pedestrians. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was heaven on earth.